Hello and welcome to Master Your Coaching Biz, a podcast for rising coaches and entrepreneurs who want to design the life of their dreams and make a massive impact on the world while building an inspired, successful, and profitable business. I'm your host, Cheryl Thacker, Master Board Certified Coach, trainer, ICF Mentor Coach, international speaker, and founder of Successful Coaches Enterprise. I believe that every coach has a unique gift to present to the world, and I'm humbled that I've had the opportunity to work with hundreds of coaches and entrepreneurs on their journey to mastering their business. Join me each week as we explore all things coaching to master your business with tools, techniques, and strategies to create and market your products, get visible, make an impact, and grow your business. Listen in on interviews with leading coaches and entrepreneurs sharing their stories and best tips to teach, inspire, and empower you. Observe coaching sessions, participate in Q&A, and learn how to master your mindset to enhance your coaching skills. Are you ready to build the life and business of your dreams while doing what you love? Let's get started. Hey, everyone. Welcome to today's podcast. We have an awesome guest with us today, and I think it's actually a topic that we probably have not covered, uh, at least not in detail. So welcome, John Egan. And John is a content creator and content marketing strategist located in Austin, Texas. And welcome, John. I'm so excited that you're here with us today. Well, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I have a background in journalism, uh, specifically in newspapers. But since 2010, I've been in content marketing and doing blog posts, videos, infographics, and other types of content for various brands. And now I work... I have worked in-house at companies, but now I work on my own for several companies like Forbes Advisor, Capital One, Experian, and so forth. Oh, awesome. Okay. And when you think about the content marketing, what do you feel is like one thing that stands out above everything else about content marketing? Because a lot of people have a lot to say about content (laughs) marketing. Well, everybody's got... Everybody's got opinions about content marketing. Um... And they're all valid. But the one thing that I think stands out about it is that there's not enough, in my opinion, emphasis on both quality and quantity. I prefer to focus more on the quality and less on the quantity, but you need to strike a balance between the two. Okay. All right. Um, so so what do you do with the people that you that you work with now? Is it more along the lines of uh, you know, getting specific about the content marketing? Is it more strategy or what is the, you know, the kind of the gist of what you're doing? Well, I, I do a lot of content creation right now. So for instance, for Forbes and Capital One, Experian and other clients, they typically want some either long form or short form blog posts, but there are other things I do for other clients and I have done strategy and I still do strategy for some clients as well. So that that entails looking at what they've got and what they need and trying to marry the two. Okay. All right. Our audience is typically new or newish uh, coaches. And so what exactly is content marketing? Let's start at the very basic. Well, content marketing is a way for you and your brand to get the word out about you. And by that, I mean, publishing blog posts, being active on social media, having a TikTok account, having a YouTube channel, 
It's a way to get content out there that draws eyes and ears. And it's a way for you to build an audience, to build revenue, to gain authority. It's it's a way that you want to communicate with your current and potential clients or customers. Okay. So it's a basis of creating like relationships, right? So it yes. kind of goes hand in hand with the relationship marketing when you're looking at content marketing. Would you say that's right? Yeah, that's right. I mean, you're developing a relationship with somebody you may or may not meet, you may or may not see them, but they, if they follow you, whether it's your YouTube channel or your blog or whatever other medium you're using for content marketing, they've got a relationship with you if they come back repeatedly. If they're just one and done, then there's not really a relationship there. But sometimes what happens is somebody might visit a blog and then three months later realize, oh, I remember this one blog I visited. I'm going to go back and and check if they've got information on XYZ. And so it may not be a consistent relationship. Mm -hmm. It may be one that kind of goes in and out. But there, you know, in order to have that relationship, you need to have great content and hopefully keep people coming back for more. Okay. Yeah, I love that. Um, So what would you say are the most kind of successful types of content marketing? Well, it's hard to ignore the power of blog posts. I think uh, that is a great way for coaches, clients, and future clients to get an entree into what your world is like and who you are and what your services are. And then video is a huge component that just keeps growing in popularity. YouTube, many people may not realize, is one of the biggest search engines in the world. We all think of Google as being a search engine, but Amazon is a search engine. YouTube is a search engine. TikTok is a search engine. And a lot of people are searching for content on the specific platforms that they're going to. So, you know, it... You need to be where your audience and your potential audience lives. So if they're active on LinkedIn, if they're active on Facebook, if they're active on YouTube, you need to figure that out and then be there and provide high quality content for them. Yeah. And when we look at that, like the, you said, blog post first, that's kind of foundational, right? Blog post has been around, blogging has been around for a long time. And I think it's always been a basis of marketing in general. but you know, the video now, I think it's important to note that if you're not on video, that you're actually doing yourself a big disservice. Yeah. I mean, there are people who are visual learners and are more interested in watching a video about something than reading about that topic. So you need to be able to serve several types of consumer out there that, you know, they may, they may love videos. They may love podcasts. They may love blogs. Again, you need to figure that out and then address where to put your content and what kind of content to create. So why should entrepreneurs, coaches, uh, really concern themselves with the content marketing? It's a low-cost way to brand yourself, to get your awareness of who you are and what services you offer. And you're squandering a great opportunity if you don't at least have one type of content that you're putting out there on a regular basis. It could simply be LinkedIn posts, and that's fine. 
my suggestion would be not to put all your eggs in one basket and just do LinkedIn, for instance. As you said, video is a strong component of content marketing these days. And so people probably need to think about even just 30 second videos. I've got some videos on, on my channel and you need to be out there. There may only be five people who see it in the beginning, but you've got to start somewhere. Yeah. And then just kind of going back to the blog posts, actually. So um, I know new entrepreneurs, new coaches kind of stress about, you know, what to write about or how to, you know, it's, it's got to be perfect, like how to format it. What would um, what would you say, like maybe three tips about getting started in blogging? Well, first of all, they can read my book. <laughs> but is, I'll give you three. I'll give you uh, the stripped down guide to content marketing. Okay. Um, it's aimed at people who are new to content marketing, so it goes over a lots of lots of these things like blogging. So let's say that you want to get started with blogging. You can do that on WordPress and on your own website. You could do that on uh, like Medium, which is a great place for people to post blogs. Or you can do it on some other social media platform or some other platform that you find online. But it's important to figure out where you want that content to live. And I would recommend that if you've got a website, and I can't imagine that any coach these days would not have a website, that you should have a blog component on there so that you're driving traffic to your own website. Then it's a matter of figuring out, okay, Maybe I can handle one blog post per week or one blog post every other week. You don't have to start big, but start somewhere and be consistent with it. Um, a lot of, for instance, people who do podcasts, they they start off doing it and then it withers away and they don't do it anymore. <laughs> and you've got to be consistent with it. So you've got to carve out some time on your calendar to think about what do I want to write about? And if you're not a strong writer, if you're not comfortable with that, maybe you can find an intern or somebody who can do it, who's hungry for work and hungry for exposure, who can do that at probably a low cost. So, yeah. you know, there are there are ways to approach this that where you don't have to be banging your head against the wall. It's not rocket science, but it does take commitment, dedication, and a commitment to quality and consistency. Yeah. I kind of agree with the, uh, you know, the, the consistency and looking at doing it, you know, weekly or biweekly and that people do tend to start blogs and podcasts and then it starts to, you know, wane off. If you look at, if you look at a podcast directory, I think they say the average is 14 episodes. I think that's what it was. That sounds about right. I, I, I was talking to a podcaster yesterday and we talked about this very subject and the number was pretty drastic. Yeah. So it was something that I had, once I hit 50, I was like, okay, now I feel comfortable. Like I was always wondering if I was going to stop because we do want to stay consistent. But yeah. And the same thing with the blog post. Sometimes I'm doing it weekly. Sometimes I'm doing it every other, every other week, but I try to keep at least every other week. So well, but at, I, least, I, at least you're giving thought to that. And yeah. that's important is that you want some sort of regular cycle of producing content, whether that's blog posts or something else, so that people have something to look forward to. And that's especially true if you have a newsletter that mm -hmm. you're sending out to people. And 
that's an important part is making sure that your content is being found. You can't just post content and assume that people are going to gravitate toward it. You have to figure out ways to get that content out there and promote it. And that could be social media. That could be a newsletter. Um, there, there are several ways within those realms that you can get your content out there. But it's that whole thing about if a tree falls and nobody hears it. Does it make a sound? <laughs> does it make a sound? Um, and it's the same with content. You know, if if you're creating content, it doesn't do any good if nobody's consuming the content. So you have to put it out there so that people can consume it. Yeah, I love that. Okay, so um, if we look at a coach or an entrepreneur and they start with the the blogs, maybe they start a podcast. Again, I think the average is fourteen episodes. It's fun and it looks really attractive and and it looks easy. It's not really easy. It's no. not that it's really hard, but it takes up time. It takes it takes energy and it takes focus and planning. Like it's not something you can just do every once in a while if you want not if you want to, you know, have a following and if you want to rank in the podcast sites. But just kind of thinking of, you know, there's like so much out there that we can do, so much out there that we can start. But how can they achieve kind of success that's consistent? Um, with, you know, content marketing without going crazy, without using too many resources or too much money? Well, I think one thing that's important, and you've, you've hit on this, is planning it out and carving out time for production of your content and promotion of your content. And there are tools you can use that are not expensive that can help you with content promotion. For instance, I use a a tool for people who are trying to schedule social media posts. And for the life of me, the name of it's, I'm blanking on it right now. <laughs> but there are several tools out there that offer that same capability of, in other words, let's say you want your social media posts on LinkedIn to go out at 9 a.m. on a Tuesday. Well, rather than sitting there in front of your computer and waiting for 9 a.m. on Tuesday, you can just set it and basically forget it because it'll automatically go out at that time. And it's being smart about using your time and your energy. And, you know, there are times, I mean, I've been writing for a long time. I've written count, I, I can't even count the number of blog posts I've written, but sometimes you run into a brick wall and you just don't feel very creative. Well, then maybe you put it aside and do it the next day. But again, that consistency is really going to deliver for you because your content will get out there and more and more people will recognize that you're putting content out there and will follow you. And it just builds upon itself. Yeah. And I like that, you know, the, the scheduling aspect, I've been doing that for a pretty long time because it can, it can be very confusing and you can just, you know, forget and, uh, and it's stressful to have to worry about like actually doing the post in real time. Um, not, of course, there are some posts that you're going to do in real time, but the ones like releasing your podcast or releasing your blog post or, you know, promos or whatever, those things can definitely be um, scheduled. And there's, I use what's called social pilot. Um, that's what I use. That's, it's the, a, that's, <laughs> I, that's the name of it. Yeah. <laughs> So I use Social Pilot, but I've used Hootsuite in the past. I've used Later. And there's probably a couple other ones. 
But you can also use if you have a Canva account, you can you know create your graphic, write the post, and you can schedule it right from there. And great thing about Canva is it'll do it on your personal as well as your business uh, accounts. So there's lots of ways to do it. Uh, Canva is free to schedule those. Uh, the other ones probably have some kind of fee. Uh, I know I pay a fee, but I do a lot of posting. But you can do minimal posting and not have to pay a high fee anyway. So there's well, options out there, I think, for people. Yeah. Yeah. And I use Canva a lot. And it's been a godsend. And I will tell people who are listening to this podcast, get yourself a Canva account. I pay for one, but it's not. it's a lower level account. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing what I can do with it. You can create all these great looking social media posts, for instance, and I've created ads and I, I'm not a graphic designer, but they it, the tool makes it so easy to do it that anybody can do it. I, I challenge anybody who uses Canva to not be able to create something that looks great. And you don't need to have this graphic design background in order to make it work. So part of part of what goes on in content marketing is finding those tools like Canva, like Social Post, that can help you use your time more effectively and allow you to spend more time on the creation of the content. And there's no specific balance of 50% of the time you should do creation and 50% of the time you should do promotion. The conventional wisdom is you should probably spend more time on promotion than creation, uh, but you shouldn't give short shrift to content creation either because then you lapse into putting out content that's not so great. And there's plenty of that online and people don't want that. Yeah. Yeah. I think just taking some uh, time to really think through it and plan it out, like you said, and um, you know, come up, even if you can do something simple, like come up with a monthly topic and write, you know, whatever, two to four blog posts around that uh, topic, write out your, you can make posts based on your blogs. So you can just pull out some content from your blog posts, create some social media posts. Uh, and then you can even do a Facebook live based on those blog posts. So there's like lots of things that you can do to mix that up. And, you know, show up in several places with with just a theme for the month. Well, and that rolls into something else that's really important for people to remember. And that is one piece of content doesn't just have to be one piece of content. Right. You can repurpose content. So maybe you can convert a blog post and use some of the wording for a script for a YouTube video. Maybe you can do a podcast episode that incorporates something you wrote about on your blog. There are so many ways that you can repurpose, recycle content. And sometimes it's just a matter of, oh, this blog post did really well. I published it eight months ago, but maybe a lot of people didn't see it then. So put it out there on social media again. There, it's, Nobody's going to be knocking down your door saying, oh my gosh, what did you do? You posted this on social media again. Who cares? You, you probably are going to get more traction with it the second time around and perhaps even more than the first time. It just, you have to do a lot of trial and error with content marketing. And I think you can't let conventional ways of doing things hold you back. Yeah. So you shouldn't think that, oh, I can only post this once and um, you're, you know, one and done. No, um, that's all part of repurposing content and not 
beating yourself over and over again in terms of trying to figure out what kind of content to create. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that too. I um I repurpose uh so even just my my podcast episodes, I go back and I start from the beginning and I I repost them. Uh you know, right. I just I use the I forget the name of the app, but there's an app you can upload your video post or your podcast uh, episode in there. It'll create an Instagram short and you can use that on your reels or your uh stories or whatever. Uh, and then, yeah, I start from one and, and, you know, I come, come forward and just repurpose them that way. Real quick, before I forget, one of the things that I think people need to also keep in mind is if you're struggling to come up with a topic for a piece of content, there are all sorts of topic generators, headline generators, um, idea generators online, and some of them are limited in their utility and others are great. Or, you know, just reach out to some of your clients and say, what's on your mind right now? What answers do you need? Because at the end of the day, that's what people are looking for. They're looking for answers to their questions. They're looking to be enlightened, educated, entertained, and they want to come away feeling like the time they spent on your content gave them a reward. Yeah, no, absolutely. All right. So we're coming towards the end of our time. So in the show notes will be your social media links. And then what other way do they have to get a hold of you besides the social media links? Well, they can go to my website, johnegan.net, and there's a way to contact me. And you can also find my book on there, The Stripped Down Guide to Content Marketing, and purchase it through there. And the other way that most people do it is by going directly to Amazon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Uh, So... I just did want to say that I do actually have a tool for you guys listening. Definitely look for tools, online tools, apps, ask your clients, ask other people if there are resources for you. But I do have a resource for you. If you go to the website and I have a tab on my website that's called resources and you can look under there and there's a content plan workbook. And I just want to give you the link real quick. If you're listening, successfulcoaches.com forward slash content slash plan slash workbook or you can go directly to the website. I think that would be something that can help you kind of plan it out. It's a 12-month workbook and you can just create topics for each month and it helps you kind of decide what you're going to create uh, on top of those or for those topics. So thanks guys for listening today. And thank you, John, so much for joining us. And I will see you on the next episode, guys. Have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening in today. I'm so glad we got to spend this time together. If you love today's show, please consider leaving me a review on the Apple Podcast app so other coaches can find the podcast. For more information about me, visit SuccessfulCoaches.com. For daily inspiration and affirmations, follow me on Instagram at Coach Cheryl Thacker. Be sure to send me a DM so I can say hello. Until next time, to your success.